Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Beer and Bants. My name's James. My name's Chris. And uh, I think we'll just jump straight into it every time. Uh, Tried and tested. So this week we've actually got Brooklyn Lager, um, which is one we've had a lot of times. We're a big fan of Brooklyn Lager. A lot of times? Um, What do you mean a lot of times? Are you trying to say I'm an alcoholic or...? I mean, we're both alcoholics. That's clear. <laughs> it's clear we both have a problem, hence why we have this outlet. This is more of a support thing for no, us. No, this is like a, AA. No, it's like, not support, it's justification. Justification. It? <laughs> there we go. Um, so yeah. we've had Brooklyn Lager on draft as well as on yeah, um, canned. Um, there's that place, Nosh and Croft did it, didn't they? Or was that Anchor? No, that was Anchor. No, it was Anchor. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, it featured quite a lot in um, Weatherspoon's pubs. Um, yeah, there was that point, wasn't there? They yeah. went through a phase right. where they brought in quite a lot of different like craft uh, lagers as well as uh, like craft ales. Um, it was like Brooklyn Lager, Sam Adams. Um, there was quite a few different like Blue Moon was brought yeah. in. Um, yeah, Brooklyn Lager we've had yeah. uh, more times. And, and than there, I can there are remember. quite a few different varieties of Brooklyn Lager. One of the ones I think we'll probably do towards the summer. The uh, was it the summer IPA that they do? Um, um, no, no summer ale. Summer ale. The summer which, ale, which is we're both a big fan. Of. That yeah, is we'll actually probably be, really that'll probably incorporate. We have got like, some other variations that um, they've released for future podcasts as well. So, like, yeah. Oh, this haven't is, tried before. This is really a shout out to Brooklyn Lager, and maybe we'll get a sponsorship uh, right there. But um, so we've just gone with the standard Brooklyn Lager yep. today. So the basic one, the one you'll see in a, a green can or a brown bottle with a green label. Um, it's. I'd say it's along the same similar type of lines to Sam Adams. So if you've ever had Sam yeah. Adams before, again, you've got that kind of dry. I'm just going to get a few flavor. buzzwords straight out of the way. Citrus hops, citra hops. Has he got citra uh, hops? It, 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 it probably will. Uh, this is the thing with American beer, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> most of the ones that we tend to crisp, use, yeah. crisp is probably there. Refreshing. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just uh, like it, it, doesn't well, give, it doesn't give me the lop, the hop lists. So. It doesn't give you the hop list. That's weird. Yeah, we'll have to okay. investigate that later. Yeah, there you but, go. Um, yeah, so it's, again, it's those type of thing. It's a to look at it. It's more of a darker ale. So it's like a uh, ale lager, but it's a um, again one of those kind of bridge ones. So it has got that. A bit of a taste of an ale or a bitter, but then that kind of familiarity and smoothness of the lager that you kind of expect. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, this particular one I think has got a bit more of a full body flavour to it. I think more of an aroma as well. So yeah, Sam Adams, yeah, in my it, opinion. So, uh, I'll let you go first for a change. Ooh. You know, this is the thing. You feeling okay? I'm feeling okay. Yeah, I thought for a change because you know. I think, especially as we both know <laughs> what this tastes like as well. I don't so. know what you mean. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't actually had it for a couple of months. A couple of months. That, yeah. that is the sign of an alcoholic right there. Some people might say, oh, I haven't had this for a year. You, It's only been a couple of days. I barely know what this tastes like anymore. So. Yeah, so initially you've got that um, smoothness. There's, um, there isn't really a harshness to it, um, even though it's like a carbonated drink, it, it hasn't, you don't even get that bubbly feel. Uh, there is that bitter aftertaste because of the extra hops in them, that dry hopness. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah, I think like the aroma though, I would say from from a standpoint, like you do get a kind of like a floral taste to it almost, I think, for me. Um, um, in terms of especially, because it doesn't really hit you in the mouth, it hits you kind of in the throat. And I think yeah, for me it's that I, I, kind of floral notes that are kind of, as it goes down kind of thing. Yeah, I, I don't um, really get a citrus thing to it. I get a, no, I would I say get I get a citrus I get much more of a floral one. Yeah, yeah which I, is what, which is what I was thinking. Um, which is weird, because again, I would have thought, for example, this probably would have had such drops. Yeah, it's, it, it is much more, it's, it is one you do feel more in the back of your throat rather than um, mainly in your mouth. Um, yeah, it's quite a, it's got an amber like colour to it. it. Really clear, really clean. Um, 
it's just a again it's tried and tested because you know it's a, a safe go to every time you go to a pub if it's on draft winner I've seen where it was brewed actually I think it's brewed in Sweden is it really? <laughs> it's brewed in Sweden by the looks of it yeah um, by I'm guessing Carlsberg weirdly which I would not have well, which I would not have thought but I suppose that's the thing with these brewery companies now this is the thing when they oh, really it's distributed by so many different um, international that, that companies that explain but, a lot more about this right. um, a particular label that I've tried to work out why it's on the cans because I couldn't work out why oh it must be like a, a Swedish but I have, yeah. I have, when I went to Sweden it was everywhere so it made sense that makes more sense now in terms of yeah. that yeah so that's um, actually linked that for me yeah, yeah. Most of these places, they they still tend to stick to the original kind of brewery setups, even if it's not an original brewery. Um, but most most big brands that you'll see nowadays, they're owned by yeah. one of the big beer names that you you know of. So Carlsberg own absolute loads of them. You've got Heineken, which cover again a massive amount. I think there's like five massive manufacturers really that tend yeah. to kind of have a big group. But yeah, so that, yeah, it's really, fair, there isn't really much else we can really say about Brooklyn no. Nugget. It's really nice. Well, if you've never tried it, it, yeah, definitely. Um, I think I think we'll we'll go off on on a, a different tangent to okay. start with. We're not going to go to port. I think we talked about maybe doing some entertainment. So the one thing I wanted to talk about, um, there is something coming out. I think it's twenty uh, first of July, twenty twenty one. It's something called Space Jam Two. Right, and the reason I'm going to talk I like about this, the fact that you have not briefed me about this at oh, all because you knew what my reaction was. Yeah, be. yeah, I know what the <laughs> I know what the reaction is. So it's not just about the fact that it kind of relates to sport in terms of the you know, context of the film. For me, I was reading something today which I thought was hysterical about Space oh, Jam okay, Two. Okay. Uh, there are two people who are potentially going to come into it. Um, Pennywise the clown has been apparently suggested as being in it. In in a Looney Tunes film. In Space Jam 2. Which is a Looney Tunes yeah, film. Oh yeah, but yeah. Um, as well as uh, Jim Carrey potentially reprising his role as The Mask. And it's suddenly become the wackiest movie. And that I is the weirdest could... concoction I think yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah, exactly. I was reading this this morning I thought, oh, this has got to be a, got to be like a joke or a hijack. But actually, the more I read about it, the more it actually looked like it's in the works <laughs> as a potential. And so, I'm not going to lie, it, it's... It's going to be the wackiest movie, I think. I mean, of, of twenty twenty one, some like retro throwbacks. I can kind of see how they could pull it together in terms of like the craziness of it. But the thing is, they said they're going to be ca- they could be just cameo stars. They might not necessarily be a like a major plot point. Um, I could see something like the math, for example, being brought in. They've done that in a few cameos of different movies um, in terms of like as a random throwaway but, character. But I don't I've know why a, the whole concept of bringing Space Jam back in the modern day just seemed. Crap to me in the yeah, first yeah, place. Yeah. Uh, then there was like I told them you focus around LeBron James, and mm. you're like, oh god. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's a talented player, but he's nearly a maniac. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. Like, yeah. It's, it's just. I was trying to figure out like the licenses of each one of the like movies and kind of characters to see is that why it's just they own all these licenses and they're thinking well, we might as well just throw them all in one place and do like this wacky that, movie. What they're probably um, doing is trying to incorporate them into the, these films. Always to justify like well, no, mass, see, for example. To see what the reaction is. If yeah. people like the reaction, then that gives justification to start off a solo series or um, yeah. like, reboot. Also, I'm not films. like, the way it seems to be come out in the media is, of course, this film is still a year or so away. Like something like The Mask... You know, or Pennywise, I think, you know, there's a lot of CGI to it and stuff like that. It's trying to figure out, is it worth putting it in? If everybody's like, oh, the mask in the movie, that's going to be amazing. That It'll be great to see Jim Carrey back in the role. Then, 
at least they've got the justification from like social media of doing it. I mean, let's be honest, one one of I think my favourite Marvel movies, which wasn't a Marvel movie, Deadpool, at the end of the day, that's what he did, right? <laughs> he he basically yeah. leaked the whole thing and got it, you know, signed off because they wouldn't Deadpool fund one. It. Like Deadpool one, yeah. Yeah, Deadpool, Deadpool two. two. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was two, a bit of a setup. They tried to set it too much for like X Force. Yeah. Sorry, it is geek alert. I do apologise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Deadpool two. Although it did have funny concepts, it, that whole kind of building to X Force without actually bringing X Force in, I was like, no, just have it yeah. as a standalone. Same you can have De- sort of Deadpool Two still has one of my favourite scenes, which is where he's like going through the mansion and like all the X Men are behind a door, and you just see it just briefly for a few seconds, <laughs> and then just close it to try and hide from him. And it is one of like given the characters they got actually in the movie, even very briefly, it was just very funny to see. To be honest, which I, I think thought was Ryan quite Reynolds good. is a like, very underrated actor anyway. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, Yes, everyone's had some bad roles, but I, I mean, for me, I don't think okay. his acting has made anything. I bad. might lose some fans here of the show. Green Lantern, I liked. Right? I, I'm not gonna, I he makes fun of Green Lantern. I, I thought it was all right. Do you think it has a time on um, what capabilities were available to them at that time, CGI yeah. wise? Um, you know, yes, there's cheesiness to it, but that's because they were trying to introduce it in that style. And again, that wasn't necessarily his fault because I'm sure, like Deadpool, no. in terms of pushing the bounds, he would have been trying to do it because he's a fan of the source material massively, yeah. right? And that's what comes across and why it's so good. Well, the big thing though, so, when um, when it comes to the whole Green Lantern film, because again, there's massive backlash about it, mainly from DC fans because obviously they like their stuff quite dark. Yeah. Um, but when he signed on to do the role, the script hadn't even been written. So it's not like he went in knowing exactly what happened. Again, I thought it was a decent film. It was an enjoyable. It's yeah. a family film. Good story. I'd like to have seen uh, Mark Strong come back in a solo Sinestro film. Or, I thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He I was thought really Sinestro actually, was yeah. amazing. But yeah. then again, I rate Mark Strong as an actor anyway, generally. Yeah. I think he's no, no. superb. Um, but yes, yeah, so it is what it is. But I don't know. I don't actually. I feel quite removed from. Um, upcoming films which is quite surprising for me because I've been, films have been such a massive part of my life I've like back in the days of Blockbuster like every two days I'll be back with a Blockbuster car I mean I, I, I love walking around getting like renting stuff something new I think this is the weird the weird new age of media right and this is just going to turn into an old man rant by both of us I'm sure <laughs> well but, we are old men yeah yeah but one just um, actually an old man yeah I, st- I, I remember Blockbuster still and I, I remember going like I still remember VHS shops like I, yeah. I still gone around VHS shops back in the day and stuff like that just to stop you Briefly, okay, yeah. Do you know what? I've actually found my Blockbuster card upstairs. Have you actually? Yeah. Oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> See, I, I, I never, because I was quite young at the time, I never yeah. had a Blockbuster card. But I remember when it went um, into like administration yeah. and I went and got a load of stuff cheap, yeah. for, like my PS3 and stuff like that. I was, I was a very happy person that day. Um, but the thing is, it's like you compare that to Amazon Prime, Now TV, Netflix, the digital Blockbusters. There is too much content and most of it is very bad content. There are some good gems in the middle, but finding those good gems is so much harder. The, now, the reason like, why I liked um, the whole Blockbuster setup, not for the fact you had to go and get there, which you know I actually really enjoyed, but I know a lot of people don't because it's the convenience and stuff. But for me, what one thing I did enjoy about Blockbuster is there was no restrictions on what films went into their stores. Yeah. So... When you have Netflix, there's only certain selections it's that they buy the rights to. It's licensing issues and everything Same with like that. Amazon, yeah. they yeah. buy the license. And then you've got um, Sky, they get their ones for their Sky cinemas. And, and you're like, well, 
there's more coming out in this so you've got Disney yeah. Plus coming um, you know well, and that's it you've got all these films in several different ways so you end up having to pay the same subscription fee four or five times over just to get access to everything almost but it's, it's the indie and, films yeah. I've, I've discovered yeah. so many I mean don't get me wrong I've discovered so many bad ones but so many good random films that I would never ever have discovered unless shops like yeah. that existed so and for me I think that's where or well, they, they create think, lots and lots of content yeah. but I, I, I do miss I, that I remember, just, I remember seeing some because actually the, there's a bunch of Cannes films that I really want to see so I think next week I'm going to go to what, see uh, Cannes Festival films Can't, Can. yeah Cannes Cannes yeah yeah, you're looking at me like weird. It's just the way you, sorry, the way I said it. Sorry, yeah, I, my weird, back my weird I mean. twang and every yeah, every can <laughs> comment on how I say it, it's fine. Um, but the big one is uh, Parasite. I really want to go see Parasite. That was the one that won the Oscar for best yeah. motion picture. So I'm I'm thinking next week. Uh, I think I'm going to go see it with a friend, and I think that'll be really good. But it's one of those where I think blockbuster. You would have seen those films a lot easier. Like you yeah. can't actually get it on anything and I, I think they'll probably on Now TV or Sky but it'll just be on one of those but it, the thing is they're just there isn't enough choice of good things right um, and I, well, I quite like yeah. um, and even TV shows I think they compete with each other and they end up no, going when, from one thing to the other and you can actually get the same TV show across three different platforms and only have access to some series of them no but I actually enjoyed um, there's quite a few like Far Eastern Asian films that I really enjoyed yeah. like, growing up. Like, I mean, obviously there was things like Ong Back, and but there was like uh, the same directors then created different films later on. There was one called Chocolate, now okay. not the to be confused like the Johnny Depp one. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but it's basically. I'm not like that's what was coming to my mind when you said yeah, Chocolate. No, Sorry, chocolate yeah. is like, absolutely fantastic. Um, basically, it's all about uh, like triads and yakuza yeah. in Thailand. Um, and like an illegitimate child and stuff and being hidden well, from things the thing is but, that, but, I mean it's done yeah. wrong it's an absolutely brutal film but it's amazing but you can't find you can't it anywhere no, no. Now, I know it's a good film I, but I've I've got all these services so Netflix Brian I've got can't find you it you wouldn't find it anyway yeah. and you're like well that's you just it, the raid it, it's a great film it's the accessibility of foreign media in general in this country if I'm honest so yeah. I'm a fan of things and this is complete nerd that I think even Chris isn't at that level of things like anime and manga and stuff like that yeah nah um, and I know you're not a fan of it but <laughs> even finding some of those over here is incredibly hard because they have to go through subs and like dubs of the same stuff yeah. to try and get it over here to make it accessible and by the time you actually get access to it it's been out for over a year or, or if not longer um, and that's it I mean some of the best foreign films are really I mean one of the ones we both like It Man for example is a really good film yeah It Man amazing yeah, film actually it took forever to try and find it I had to basically borrow a DVD to actually watch it cause, yeah, well, um, one yeah. of my favourite films of all time is a, um, a film that was dubbed over which is called The Prodigal Son okay I've ever told you about this yeah one. you told yeah I think you told yeah, me about um, yeah Oh, I'm trying to think of Summer Hung. So basically, there was a uh, there was three people. It was like Summer Hung, Jackie Chan, and Ewan Bio. They all went to like martial arts school together. Yeah, uh, and they kind of like went through the same thing. No, Jackie Chan isn't featured in this film, but Summer Hung and Ewan Bio are. Yeah. Um, and that was again, it's all about Wing Chun and stuff. Like yeah. That. But yeah, as yeah. a story, it's fantastic. Try and find it. <laughs> It's just that hard. Yeah, I mean, you'll be lucky to find a DVD of it, fair, but actually get to try and stream it. Not th- this is why things like Pirate Bay and, um, if I'm honest, things like One, Two, Three movies and illegal like online streaming will always prevail over all of these things because things 
you can accessibly access through priv- like through py- uh, piracy all of the media you could ever want. We are not and condoning piracy. Just we're not condoning it, but... I'm not going to lie, you did mention those two names, and I hadn't heard of either of them. <laughs> You've never heard of Pirate Bay? Well, no, man, no it's, the, it's the biggest torrenting website there was. I think it still is, but James, it's much more... Background. you're young. I mean, I know you sound like an old man, but you are young. Okay. I am an old man. Yeah, I think for me... Things have moved on. In this country, it's not as bad in terms of getting hold of some media, because we do have a yes. lot of options. I think the importance of piracy if i'm being bluntly honest is getting access to media in other countries where yeah. it's a lot harder yeah. to get it and uh, you know not to seem like that whole political thing but there's a lot of countries where freedom of speech is a lot worse and freedom of media access is a lot more restricted so actually having like piracy is an important part of the modern world it's just not something we want to admit to and allow because you know we want companies to make profit but at the end of the day in my opinion, you want to get as much media. Not condoning it, though. Not condoning it. Uh, on the and or, by all the James, way, James uh, opening his mouth and digging himself a uh, sh- yeah. shallow grave. I'll move on to the uh, Peter Fox. So um, Nicola. Yep. And while you do that, I mean, I just want to say that um, at the end of the day, <laughs> you're not allowed to steal this uh, recording and <laughs> sell it. We we retain all rights to this, and we will sue anyone who steals this as a format. <laughs> I like the fact that. Uh, you're instantly trying to backtrack on all the things you just no, said. No, yeah. no, no, not backtracking. Okay, Chris. so the Peter Falk uh, for this week is from Camden Town Brewery. Uh, this one is called Show Off. I mean, you don't mix it, James. Come on, finish the beer off. Oh, dear. It's like one one dreg. I mean... I'm just not mad. I'm just disappointed with you. No, I just and thought by some, the time I get up. the dreg out of the glass, it would have just been easier to pour. That's oh. laziness. That's, that's the sign of an alcoholic right there. Somebody doesn't even care about it at this point, right? There we go. I don't even know where to talk to you, if I'm honest. Right, so this is called Show Off, uh, which I haven't had. Have you? I've not had Show Off, no. no but it did no. look quite interesting. Um, so if I'm honest, so, I, I haven't had that many Camden. I think there's a few that I've had on draft that I couldn't name that I've tried because I'm like, oh, I haven't had that I one. think I've had like, one, which is the... The standard... Hell's Lager or something like that? Yeah, red, the like? red label one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got to be honest, I, when I had it, I wasn't a massive fan. Um... But then again, it could have been what I drank because it was. Uh, we went down to London uh, to drink it. You weren't there, um, but I mean, so you obviously had fun. Great, okay. Yeah, I mean, generally when you're not there, it's an enjoyable experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when you drink lots of like different beers and stuff, sometimes yeah. that alters yeah. you say. So I wasn't a massive fan of that. So this one's called. It's, I say it's called Show Off. It's a juicy lager, which is the thing that drew it to me. I was like, in what way do they class it as juicy? So citrus. <laughs> It's probably uh, well. There is actually a hop list on this, and Citra hops isn't on it. Citra hops isn't on it. No, nope. so that's obviously a tick in, you know, in the James thing. box. Apparently, it's the made from Bavarian uh, Bavarian lager yeast. I've got them very confused. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, to be fair, there's quite a few hops in here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different hops. I'm more like before you said that, and now it just seems like I'm just like leading on to it. It does smell a lot more hoppy than the previous <laughs> beer. <laughs> really? I wonder yeah, why, James. With that, I wish I said it before you said how many hops there were, because <laughs> I feel like it would have packed more punch. But um, it does smell more well, hoppy. Apparently Compared is... to the floral notes that we had of the previous beer, this does smell hoppy. This is show stopping hoppy. That's what they're calling mm-hmm. it. So, yeah. Lungs, as a refreshing but capable of so much more. Okay. 
That, that sounds very much like they went to town on the marketing department. On having tried it, okay, okay, I will say straight away, <laughs> it's hoppy. But no, <laughs> in all seriousness, it's you know compared to the floral aspects of the Brooklyn Lager, this is a lot more harsh. I'd say it's a lot more complex actually because you can really taste the different hops that come out in in kind of over the stages. Definitely lingers a lot more. Actually, I don't think you'll like this. One thing I will honest, say, so. actually, because it, it lists 10 different hops, but I'm actually looking through the names and there's a lot of repetition. Okay. So basically what they do, they, they've put like hops in the kettle, hops in the whirlpool, and then dry hopped it okay. as well. So, But then Chinook, uh, Mosaic, and Simcoe hooks repeats three times. So essentially you're getting three hits of those same hops. Oh, okay, okay. Which seems like it's quite intense. So, And then also got Magnum. Pops in there as well. It. Mm, I, th- I, 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 I think I think it's very much going to be a marmite drink. Yeah, so it's going to be. So if I was comparing this to a beer, personally, yeah. I would something like Brewdog Punk IPA springs to mind in terms of that being one of the more hoppy beers that I've had. Which I'm not a right, massive. Which I know you're not fan. a massive fan of. I don't think this has the same kind of lingering punch, but it definitely does okay. linger in terms of it. I. But I, I will say complex is the way I describe it in terms of like you can tell. The various hops, it does feel like they do come out in layers, to be fair. Well, so to be fair, with that instant smell, yeah, that reminds me of when I did that day shift at the brewery and I was brewing the beer when you had when you poured the hops in and you had that hit. That's what it smells like. So, you're not going to be a fan? This is going to be great. You love hops. So, honestly, yeah. this, this is all I care about right now. It's just that initial, initial look of is he going to recoil or it could be that you quite like it because you know, it's bitter. Mm. That is very, very bitter. Um, it's kind of got elements of... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's elements of IPA, but not IPA. Yeah. Which is, is why it? I was trying to say it was a bit more complex than just a standard IPA or something. So like the Brewdog well, Punk IPA, it's not just that hit of hops and just only hops. It is. It starts off a lot lighter, but then just kind of gradually yeah. builds, and then there's. I've got to be honest. I know it's called us, a juicy but... lager, but that is quite possibly the farthest description I would use <laughs> away from this. You wouldn't say juicy. I wouldn't say juicy or a lager. If someone gave like when someone gave me that, I would go, "That's like some weird IPA." Do you know what I mean? See this thing. If you're a fan of hoppy beers, though, I would say that is quite crisp. In terms of I, in terms of that, no, I don't, I don't think it's crisp. I think it's harsh. It's a very strong flavour. But see that that's that's the scale of how hoppy like beers. I I quite like IPAs. I quite like hoppy beers. So for me, that's quite refreshing. Um, and I would say yes, you get kind of that initial hit, definitely in terms of the bitterness. But then I think it gradually wears off, and there is that kind of more refreshing hop towards the end. In terms of an aftertaste, yeah, actually, like, a, it doesn't have a harsh aftertaste. Having a couple of sips kind of now, obviously my palate is now a bit more accustomed to it. I am feeling a bit more of the lightness on the aftertaste where you would normally get that yeah. intense bitterness of the yeah. IPA. And that and that is the difference, I think, between the punk IPA but, because the punk IPA very much does just linger and stay there quite hard. Because Brooklyn Lager, so, I can feel that in the back of my throat. This I'm feeling very much at the front yeah, of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The front of my tongue is very much feeling that, yeah. getting that sensational hit. Yeah. Um, it's quite lager colour, but again, you can tell that there's a lot of hops in there because it has got a haze. Um, oh, you know what I've realised? We turned into pretentious people when it comes to tasting beer. We're going no. full, full into it now. In terms no, it's, of not, like, it's not pretentiousness. It's, it, we're, we're trying to explain what yeah, it looks yeah. like through a medium... Well, 
I was going to yeah. say radio. The radio. But, yeah. The youth of today yeah. have no idea what the radio through the, is. Through the wireless back in the day. Um. I, I remember the days when I used to go in my grandma and granddad's and they had the wireless on all day in the kitchen. No TV. No TV. No, just sitting there. They had TVs, but no, the wireless was on all day. Radio 2. Oh, wow, fair enough. Not even like something like Just a Minute or something like that. That was a bit no, more enjoyable. Radio 2. Shame. Okay. A bit disappointed, <laughs> if I'm honest. Oh, you would um, be. You would be. But I would say, for me personally, I prefer that to Britain and Marga. I, um, I like a hobby beer. Well, obviously, so. I'm not going to give my reviews away because we know yeah, what, the, we, the, the we whole know, point is the end of the say. show. Yeah, no, I, I think it's. I, I mean, you like to ruin it as you go along. Yeah, exactly. It? I always do that. I mean, I, I, it goes along with your normal aspect of just disappointing everyone. So exactly. Yeah, and you might as well keep that persona going all the way through. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah. think so. I think we'll move on from talking potentially about this weird juicy lager to back to sport. Back to sport. Briefly. Okay. We'll go. We'll go back to sport. Um, obviously, a couple of weeks back, we had the Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder fight. Yep. Um, spoilers. Fury won. Yep. Um, and in and in, I bet in spectacular fashion. Like, yeah. It was a really good fight. Oh, as um, as a technical aspect. Um, the bet was absolutely fantastic. Wilder was completely like blindsided from the third round. That hit to the side of the head completely damaged his eardrum. I I know it was stopped by the tail being thrown in the seventh round. Yeah. I personally think it should have been stopped before then because you could tell the man was out on his feet. You could tell, but at the same time, I can understand why in that kind of fight, the amount of money, everything yeah. else, why yeah. they carry on. And I think the thing is, I think also for Wilder. The fact that it went on a bit longer is probably better for him. No, but also, um, but also the thing is, we live in an age now where it's all about protecting brain from brain damage and yeah. you know, like concussions. When you've got someone where there's blood pouring out of their ear because of an impact, yeah, and their legs are completely gone, you can, you you have okay. to throw it in there. Actually, to be fair, we can talk about the fight we watched last night. Um, yeah, UFC. Yeah, the UFC fight because actually, um, I can't it, remember. It was I, a women's title I wouldn't fight. even be able to pronounce her name if I Jed's Gatsky. Yeah, the, the Polish fighter. Um, um, and she got a hit on the head uh, massively. Repeatedly. Honestly, the yeah. right her right hook. To be fair, the um, Zhang was it? Yeah, Zhang. Zhang yeah. Uh, like right hook was just insane. The power behind it, and she kept hitting her, and the forehead was literally swelling. And we were just watching for like two rounds yeah, as her forehead was just growing, and you're thinking. Wait, is she actually carrying on? Like, and yeah, she, I, I get, she, she fought every round. And I, I personally think that should have been stopped because the sh- you could see the sheer damage that was being caused. I mean, but don't get me wrong, it was one of the most amazing mixed martial arts fights I've ever seen. It was yeah. not from not just a female aspect, as in just a fight in what? general. There's very few fights I've seen that are better. Uh, well, they, I think they said though, they were well matched, weren't they? Right. But so. when it comes to it, both those fighters when they finished could not go to their press yeah. conferences. They had to both go straight to hospital. So that tells you... They probably fight, should have stopped soon. That fight should have been stopped. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Um, it's all about fighter safety. I love a good brawl, but... And that's when it comes to the, the fact that it was a championship fight, the fact that I think both fighters wanted to give it everything they've got and keep going... And I'm sure, like, there was a moment, I think, after the swelling started getting bigger, like, the doctor, like said, came straight on and was checking it. Yeah. And, you, you know, I'm sure they were constantly asking, are we sure we want to carry this on? And it was probably being asked a thousand and times by everybody the around. The Polish so. fighter did say that she was suffering from the swelling after round three. Yeah. And then she fought for another ten minutes after that. Yeah. You know, so you could so, tell, because as she was stopping, she was grabbing her head. 
So yeah, that, that must be causing yeah. massive pressure. So, but honestly, even then, I will say, even given that, like it was a really, it was amazing, really amazing good fight. fight. Yeah. But again, it's all about fighter safety. Yeah. But yeah, so obviously, Dante Wilder has now come out and said that the reason why uh, he lost is because of his uh, ring walk suit. You know, I mean, the extra weight. Which I'm not going to. He lie. didn't have a throne, right? He didn't. He didn't get carried on and and have this kind of flam points. That being said, the truth is he chose that outfit, right? If he was really that, he hot, chose the outfit. But also, it's complete bollocks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah of course it's complete bollocks. Because the yeah. idea that he was too overwhelmed and overheated in the suit that it put him off the game. Like he's probably in the, the suit for 20, 30 minutes before. He's an idiot. And the thing know. is, anybody who's a Wilder fan has been doing to desperately discredit like Fury's win. Fury was just amazing. Yeah. Whether you like Fury or not, I mean, don't know. I didn't like him when he first started. I like him now, no. but um, th- tactically, he completely yeah. wiped the floor with him. For, for me, these kind of in terms of the outfit thing, you know, and I think that they were talking about it before. Then they're, they're not thought about overnight. They, they, it's weeks of planning, weeks of preparation. They do the ring walk several times. It's not like they just go into it once and it's like, oh, what is this? Like, so he was prepared for what was going to happen in terms of what he was going to be putting, how it felt on him, making sure it wasn't too heavy on him, making sure he wasn't too warm and all this rubbish. Like, the idea that he was just shoved into it and it's like, oh, no, I was too overwhelmed by the whole thing and it was too heavy and all this crap and then it being too, um, yeah. like, warm and stuff like that. It, but, it, it, it's basically him trying to justify the fact that he, lost. he was outboxed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's I mean, the thing. And the thing is, though, I don't, I'm, I don't understand why people are surprised that he got outboxed because Wilder isn't a boxer. Yeah, is a man that stands there taking punches for eleven rounds and then knock you out and knock you out in the twelfth because you can stand there taking a punch, but he's got he's got a dangerous right arm. Yeah, and these were were both massive Fury fans. Yeah, and the thing is, what he did after the last fight, okay, which was a draw, okay, was, yeah, which should have been a draw. Should have been Fury should have won. won. But he went away and decided, you know what, I'm going to train. I'm going to I'm going to keep doing what I do, and you know, actually keep putting at it. And that that's thing, mentality wise, Fury was going to that fight. I'm going to win. Like, I should have won the first yeah. time. I'm going to win. I think most professional boxers at the time said Fury should have won as well. Like, I think they were actually watching in the, like, stadium and said, yeah, Fury's got this. And then it was a draw and everybody was really surprised. But, you know, because Fury got back up and he took control of that yeah. first fight. And he was the one everybody was blown away by at the end of the day. Nobody was talking about Wilder after the fight. It was, it was all Fury and, and yeah. what he showed at the end of the day in terms of control, in terms of willpower, in terms of pure strength. So, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, so... It's now been the clause has been activated in their contract because there was a clause written in that they, no matter what the other fight, the fighter that loses could um, activate a third fight for a rematch. So that's been slated for the eighteenth uh, of July, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah it, so it'll go again, ahead, right? There's too much money on the table. It's great. I think the the question is what could potentially come afterwards. We've potentially got Anthony Joshua like kind of maybe finally bring all the belts back together again would be good yeah, I, I mean I, I a think... Fury Joshua fight I would I would pay a lot of money to see that if I'm being bluntly honest that would be amazing I'd love to see live it to be honest yeah, but exactly. um, like, I, I, though, I mean AJ's got to get through Pula first yeah. and, you know, and that's not an easy fight either so also, I, I, I think, I think if... although Joshua would go for it because he it would be suicide for him not to take on a challenge like that and the amount of money that I'm sure will be behind it. But yeah. at the same time, for him, he's got to build his mentality back up from what was a very embarrassing defeat at the end of the day, initially. It doesn't matter how he comes back from that. That's still a defeat for him. You know, he's always this undefeated. But again, that's how he bounced back from For me, 
I, I may upset a few people, but I'm not a massive fan of AJ because, again, I think he's a boxer that relies more on his power than boxing skill. skill. Yeah, yeah. Now, the reason why he got the fight back against Ruiz was he did the Klitschko style of boss, uh, boxing, which was like hit, run away, hit. I mean, to be fair, it is a point scoring. It's a very effective way of yeah, doing it. Yeah. It's just a boring thing to watch. Yeah, yeah. He, um, he, he re-strategized and, and figured out the best way of beating him because, he, you know, you don't want to go back into that situation and lose. And, no. you know, given the kind of fight that Ruiz is in terms of being a bit bulky, a bit slower in the grand scheme of things, it makes sense. But, but I think for me, that, I, we both prefer Fury at the end of the day. And I think any fight if we between have a, them would be Fury over... But if we do Petra. have a Fury-AJ fight, which I think if they're both in their fight, which they shouldn't mm. do really, uh, I think he'll be activated by the end of the year. Um, if AJ goes with the Klitschko... Uh, start of boxing Fury beats him again because Fury beat Klitschko in Germany exactly and that's the thing and I think that would be really interesting what strategy both both uh, fighters go for um, but I think we probably should go to the next beer yeah, which is around the, the world. world which is one from uh, Berlin Germany yep. so from Deutschland so this is by Stone and it's called Ripper which is a San Diego style pale ale okay Fair enough. So there's a, it's gonna a be lot very, of mixed messages in this. Yeah, this can be very interesting. So a beer from Berlin. Uh, so this is Stone Brewery, which I think we've had. There is one called Angry Bastards. No, it's not. No, no. Isn't it? Or uh, Arrogant Bastards. Arrogant Bastards, sorry. Which um, I'm not going to lie, I thought was utterly horrific. It was a really bad. I think, wasn't it something like 9% or something stupid? Oh, yeah, it's like ridiculously like, strong. Yeah. Um, but I don't mind if it's strong. Oh, the flavour was terrible as well, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, we both hated it. I think we bought it because of the name. And we thought, oh yeah, that, that's a funny beer to try um, kind of a thing. But yeah, so I'm wondering, I'm intrigued at what a San Diego... Yeah. I'm uh, always curious because I know there are there are two stone breweries and this is where the confusion comes from because there is one called Stone Brewery and there's one called Stone, I think. No, there's Stone and then there's Stones, is there Stone... which is the northern brewery. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. There's two, oh, okay. there's, there's, there was two because that, that was the thing because there was a big thing about... Um, as well. Yeah, I think oh, yeah, okay. there's one. Because Stones in general isn't actually Stones Brewery anymore, I think. Oh, is it? not? Because okay. I think they got bought out. So Stones is like a bitter over here that I think we, we've had a... Like, I've had I don't a few you know what, I don't think I've ever had Stones. Like, have you not? That's the one that I was getting really crazy for when I went over to... Uh, up north for because they had it on draft oh, okay. and I hadn't ever had stones on draft yeah, it was it's, amazing it's, it's uh, featured quite heavily around the Sheffield area yeah yeah so it's, it's kind of like the Sheffield equivalent of, of like thing. the black country version of like Banksy's so in black country yeah, Banksy's, Banksy's everywhere yeah it's like a Banksy's bit or John Smith's stones, kind of yeah. thing but you've got stones as yeah. well it's kind of that thing so um I mean, that's a wild tangent considering that has nothing to do with this beer so <laughs> San Diego San Diego Paleo obviously um, it has got that like devil like logo on the front, which is what you'd associate with that arrogant bastard. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is why I thought yeah. it was the same brewery, if I'm honest. So a ripping swell of juicy hops. Now I think James should have a first read of this. Juicy hops. Okay, let me see. San Diego. Uh, I can't see a hop list, James. So yeah, we're going blind okay. again. Oh, you've got an um, interesting face being pulled there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's weird. I mean, in terms of body, I mean, okay, okay. So looks wise, I'm I'm definitely going to go back for another. Exactly, it looks wise. It's kind of like it's a bit dark, a bit more ambery. It's still got a little bit of a haze, um, which kind of what you'd expect from a pale ale. But I mean, yeah, genuinely, so, okay. It's I, like I, uh, it's like a monkey trying to work out something. I think uh, <laughs> in terms of my look, I think for me, right there, there is. A, a weird taste to start with in terms of the main body that I was trying to 
place on something. Okay. Outside of that, it's quite a tangy beer in terms of aftertaste, I would say. Right. Um, in terms of, you know, it, it is, it's not as hoppy as the, um, the previous beer that I show off, the Camden, but at the same time, it's definite hops to it. Okay. If I'm honest. Oh, I, um, to, I purposely haven't taken a drink because I wanted to listen to your analogy of it before. Yeah, I, I was trying there. to think. To be fair, and that's what, I was just trying to figure out what that taste was you can, initially. You can smell the hops, but again, it's not, yeah, instantly on the smell. I can't yeah, smell yeah. it anywhere near as strong as the show off. Um, and that's thing. I, I think in terms of body, it was just very different because when when we talked about the Camden one, there was far more complexity to the hops in terms of actually tasting the hops all the way through. Whereas actually, the hops kind of drop off very quickly for me, but then just leaves this very tangy kind of. Uh, no, it is, yeah, it is a it is a hoppy beer, but it's definitely not nowhere near as hoppy as a show off. I really like that. It's weird, right? I, I, I although it's hoppy, it's very smooth as well. Like, it hasn't got that little bit of harshness that the show-off had. Do you know what I mean? I kind of say it's like a very hoppy pilsner, if I'm being honest. Oh, no, no, I I completely disagree with you. You completely disagree? Yeah, I I, I genuinely think you're chatting shit, to be honest. I don't even know how you can even get the pilsner reference out of that. Okay, well, you you can think whatever you want. I'm just thinking in terms of body, if I'm honest. For me, personally, in terms of the actual flavour Honestly, I'm not questioning you. Have you been smoking crack before you turned up? Because... How the hell can you get a pills and a thing out of that? It's that initial taste that I'm still not able to place. If I'm being bluntly honest, in terms of flavour, um, I think that's really put me off. I don't think that's that good. I actually really say. like that. Um, but yeah, I've, Yet again, again, I've, just, I've we... just had another swig of it and I've got no... Pills no vibe no. at all. Yeah, no. okay, you don't get it, it's fine. Okay. It's because you're chatting bollocks. We'll see, we'll see what people say. I mean, the thing is, you you, you probably just taste the hops and just serve with that. No, but it's it's hops. But actually, I, there's there's a bitterness to it, but there's also like a bit of a subtle sweetness to it as well, like as an aftertaste. That there there is like a tangy sweetness to aftertaste. There is also initial flavour, which I still uh, it's still it's just I'm just going crazy. No, it's it's not though. I it, I get no, but it is though. I get a fruitiness before I then get the sun. I don't get the fruitiness hops, before I get, and afterwards. that's the thing. So um, um, no, but I I actually really like that. No, I wasn't. It's quite surprising because although I did, I prefer pale ales. You prefer IPAs. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to this type of stuff, where there's it's such a mishmash. I mean, whacking whatever label on IPA pale ale, it means absolutely nothing because it, yeah. it's what they class it as in their head. But when you drink it, you're like, well, there's nothing like anything. Mm. But would I class it as a pale ale? Probably not. But I, I actually really, really enjoy that. I don't think it's a bad bit. I think for me, it's, like I say, the tanginess aftertaste, it definitely lingers. It also seems to, like, in terms of overall mouth, it, it tends to dry out a lot more than other beers, in my opinion. That's the thing. Which I think, for me, it's one of those I where... Just, I just love like, the complete, confused, angry monkey look that you've got on your yeah, face. Yeah, I, I don't like And it's like, really like, irritating you as well, which is, really, I find him really, yeah, really I don't, I, Yeah, if I'm <laughs> honest, I'm not a fan of it, right? And this is the thing. I'm trying to, like, justify some part of it. I'm just not a fan of it. I think you're wrong. No, well, I'm always right. We've but, but yeah, let's, let's wait till the end of the episode to see which one I like. Who knows at this point? I'm sure it's very hard <laughs> to read. Like... <laughs> Don't want to give anything away, Chris. Well, I mean, I just don't understand your, the reasoning that you're drinking because I just don't agree it's with what you're saying. It's changing. Every mouthful changes. That's the thing. It's... <laughs> so this is, this is more what we're like in real life off the podcast. There's generally a lot of arguing and like very little agreement. 
Uh, <laughs> to be fair, and that's why it's good when we get a beer that we haven't tried and we both think complete opposite thoughts. Because yeah. it's very hard when we try something like Brooklyn or we know, yeah, we know this really hoppy beer, what we're going to think of it and stuff like that. So Yeah, because show off, the second you had it, you, you knew that I wouldn't like it. I knew you wouldn't know. like it. I knew I'd like it. And that's the thing. And, and there's no disagreement about it. It's like, yeah, I understand why you don't like it. That is, it's more on the edge for me anyway in terms of whether I like it or not. You clearly like no, it. I'm actually surprised that you don't like it though. Are you? Yeah, because because you got that hopping. I say it's it has got a hopping similar to the shop, but nowhere near as intense. Mm. But then that smoother aftertaste. I thought oh, we've had beers that are, have got yeah. similar features where you have enjoyed them. So I don't. It's obviously something in. There's obviously one. Honestly, too there's fair. obviously one ingredient in there which is. Agitating your palate, and not, but you don't know what it is. Yeah, exactly, and that's what I'm trying to like. Play but it only it. takes sometimes with um, things like like with food and yeah. drink. It only takes one small thing that your body well, doesn't like. And to that, that's why I'm trying to say tangy because there is something in there that I think see, is not, far I, tangier I don't than find, something else. So see, I don't like, find it that tangy. So that's what I yeah. find quite interesting. It could just be a style of hop in there. If yeah, I'm honest, it could be a style you, of hop that is more tangy than the others, and that's what I'm it's like. Thinking. Um, um, like one thing for me, I like, wouldn't go into food like comparing like the food and drink analogy. Yeah. Like one thing that always I find overpairing more than anything else is onion. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. so like, and we've eaten things, and you know, you're like, oh, it's really nice, and I'll eat it. I was like, all I can taste is onion. Yeah. No. You know, no. but that at the end, it's, it only takes that one ingredient that your palate just it just doesn't like, or it really really agitates, um, and it can change the whole body of what you're drinking or what you're eating yeah. so there's obviously something in there that I'm reading I'm, it's really disappointing the fact there's no list on it because I really want to know and try and work out what the hell it is there's obviously something simple well you know I, what but, it, uh, but my palate can't pick it up but it's annoying me so much that I will be searching this beer after this um <laughs> I think the other thing we haven't actually talked about in terms of percentages in terms of what they are so I mean the Brooklyn Lager was 5.2 yeah. which you know in my opinion actually standard probably premium. It's standard premium, but I would say it actually tastes a lot less than No, it doesn't taste as strong as 5.2. Um, show off 5.8%, if I'm honest. And again, I probably wouldn't have said it was harsher. No. The thing is, because you've got hops, they always seem like harsher beers, but yeah, I wouldn't say it yeah. tasted more like alcohol content strong. And then and this is 5.7. Which no, I, would, I would say the taste is weaker than the show off. Yeah, I would say that too. But, so but, the fact but, they're very similar in terms of that, that is actually a bigger surprise for me. Uh, to be fair, so. yeah, they're actually quite strong beers, really, aren't they? Um, well, because we've been arguing so much, probably haven't really got enough time to uh, <laughs> talk about another subject. So we'll probably have to go straight on to the well, uh, wild card. Well, well, this is the thing, right? We we got a bit of feedback uh, from some people. You can't go an episode without mentioning Paul, um, and I think this beer is 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 provided by Paul. So thank yes. you to him, Paul, um, um, who we should just really refer to as a. Uh, Resident Angry Northerner, really. Resident Angry Northerner. Yeah. And, you know, that's fine. Well, I think that's just a name that works well. Oh, also, thank you for to our self-proclaimed number one Southern fan, Neil, uh, for sending messages in for support. Uh, thank you very much for that as well. What what message have we got, though? Oh, I'll, I'll show you later. We should pay attention to, you know, social media games. Okay, no, leave, I, I thought we should mention... just leave it all to me. Well, no, what I'm thinking is we could mention it on the podcast no, no, and give no, them no, the no, shout-out no. they, they deserve. No, you know, because just the fact that you haven't paid any attention to anything at all... Sorry. I'll, I'll leave it off there. But thank you very much for... I, I pay attention to everything, all the comments that, and feedback that we get. Sorry. So I do appreciate I, it. I, I don't want to say some people have a job and, you know, have more time to spend. Excuse me, I've had a job you know. up until yesterday. 
it's a sore subject, right? It's no, it's really not. I was going to say it's too early, but it really isn't. So uh, what we'll do to celebrate is go on to to this. So this is provided by. Uh, yep, so it's it's an Indian pale ale, but with a bit of a twist. Yeah, so this is a festive beer. So he bought this over the Christmas period and just hasn't had a chance to see us to get down. So it's called uh, Happy Loving Christmas Michela. So, so I should say... Indian pale ale with ginger and pine needles. Now to me, I'm not going to lie, thank you very much for obviously supplying it, but it does sound utterly horrific. I will say the thing that I think we should mention is, so he, he uh, recently came down and he brought a few beers with him, so we'll try the other one at another point. And this is the beer which he got out and showed us, and literally you could see the sediment blocking the light <laughs> completely. Um, In chunks, I, I think, would say. I think this In is chunks. the one that was going out of date as well, Sue. Yeah. That's the reason why we had to have it now, <laughs> because there was a very uh, limited shelf life. But, um, you know what? We are alcoholics, and free beer is free beer, so... Speak for uh, yourself. You know, I speak oh. for both of us. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is... I'm not going to lie, there is one thing I instantly smell Christmas. You instantly smell Christmas? I okay. think when you uh, have a nose of it, you'll understand why. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> It smells of tree. Smells of tree. And you know what? Annoyingly, <laughs> I quite like that. That is the best part of Christmas. Oh. Is the pine needles. I love the fact that um, even though we've shaken it up many times to break up the it, sediment, there is just sediment floating sediment. in the. Uh, <laughs> also, the, this thing, right? So there is part of me that feels that this is a bit unfair to the brewery because I'm sure it may be in optimal com- conditions. It might be slightly less sedimenty if it's if it's that close to exploration. So it's but... brewed in Belgium. Okay. Uh, in hindsight, we could have had this as the uh, around the world and had something else as a wild card. Well, now we now we say it. But now yeah. we say it. Yeah, yeah no, we, we do actually spend quite a bit of time trying to decide which beer we're having, and many of our arguments before we actually start the episodes. Um, yeah, so it's all in a different language. <laughs> so I have no information whatsoever. I mean, the smell I okay, is I'll, no, no, insane I found it, I found as it. aroma. If I'm honest, so hops, pine needles, which is one point two percent. Ginger, which is 0.5%. Okay. But it doesn't give you a hop list. So I think, because it's in your hand, oh. you should go for it first. You, you picked it up, not me. Yeah, you that's true. Well, you've got the bottle in your hand, so... Yeah, I'll drink the bottle. Okay, fair enough. I'll drink the glass. The bottle okay. is empty just for the uh, <laughs> interest of transparency. Oh, <laughs> Oh, we still got to start doing YouTube games. Yeah, we really do. Wow. <laughs> that is that is a flavour and a half. Wow. Oh, so okay. straight away. Okay, the, the only way I can describe that face is it genuinely looks like someone's just shitting your cereal. You know, <laughs> if, if if people remember the old Tang Fastics um, Haribo advert where it's just like, <laughs> what is this? Like, there is some intense flavour there very quickly. I will say it t- it tastes very strong, and I'm guessing this is going to be a high percent beer. 7.8. 7.8. It tastes very strong, straight off the bat. Um, I mean, it's so strong, it's made of wood, James. <laughs> Literally. Oh. I mean... It- I'm not going to lie. I'm, this is the first time for a while I'm actually genuinely apprehensive about taking a swig of a beer. Okay, this thing, it's a lot of flavour, and the, I, I think I wasn't expecting it as, as much. Um... Okay, I'm going to go for a swig now. Okay. I am bracing myself that's just it. on I, your facial I think reaction. that's it. Brace yourself. I think for me, this is one of those where I think the more you drink it, I think almost you'll get used to it and I think you'll get more notes out of it because it is very much an intense flavour straight away. Um, but actually, I didn't think it was too bad in the grand scheme of things. I, I know you made fun of my thing. I didn't find voice, it as... 
Oh, there it is. <laughs> it's the tanginess that hits, and I don't I know like, if that's the same. As I drank it then, I was like, like oh, that, that's actually not as bad as I expected, but then that aftertaste yeah, hits, and yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. That's the intensity of flavour right there. So It's not actually as bad as I was expecting, though. No, I've actually, got to be honest. I will say, the aftertaste-wise, it doesn't linger that much. I think this is this what I mean, though. The more you drink of it, I think, actually, the better it might get. If it's one of those, then we might be all right here. But you can tell, you can definitely oh, taste the strength. Yeah, right? the, the, like, the, the, the more you drink, the stronger it gets. The stronger it gets. I oh think the my. other thing, right, is... Um, if that way, I had a big chunk sediment. of sediment. That's yeah. the thing that we, we've also got here, so... Oh, that's actually gave me the sugars. It's a, it is weird. Yeah, I mean... I, I, I don't really know what I can say. I was like, Obviously, you've got haze to it. As you can see the sediment, there, there's a lot of sediment in it. Um, but it's a very strange bit to try and describe. Um, this thing, and I compared it to a beer that I actually thought, because although we got given this bottle at the weekend, I looked at the bottle and thought of a different beer that I'd had, which yes. was a spice beer, right? Yeah. And if I'm honest, it was it was one I got in this one of the random beer 52s. Shout out to beer 52. For maybe, maybe we'll get a sponsor code one day. No, I mean, uh, it wouldn't be an episode without you, getting you some, plug. some sort of. You've got to get some free stuff, right? <laughs> Honestly, we, well, keep, we, we haven't had any yet. So. Can I just say, we keep mentioning Paul and we've got two free beers. So, you know, Neil, come on, mate. Um, yeah, I mean, something's supposed to be a bit more generous. Yeah, I mean, it's time for you to step up, Neil. Neil, come on. I mean, a no, whole I crate, mean, maybe. He's self proclaimed number one and number one Southern fan. Exactly. Self-proclaimed. Southern fan as well. So maybe some Southern beers, you know, no. just saying. Just saying. Um, <laughs> we're really pushing for free beer. Uh, we don't care where it comes from as long as you get free beer. I think that's the thing though. I mean, because I'm a fan of IPAs as well, right? And, th- uh, and this thing, as a base beer, this is meant to be an IPA. Although you've got the ginger and pine needle taste. If I'm honest, <laughs> it's one of the worst IPAs I've ever had. So. Funny enough, I was going to say something a bit opposite. Oh, what? You think that's a good IPA? I actually don't mind that. You, everyone is well aware by now that my IPAs are just not my thing. Um, but I think there's enough difference to it. Can you say, can definitely taste the ginger. I'm, I'm getting the hits of ginger from it. Yeah. Um, if I'm honest, I quite like that, though, to be fair. Because I think yeah, actually, it's of, different. It's good. It, it seems to be on the edges of the ginger, which is good. It's not like in the main body, which is, I think, nice. It's a bit more of a ginger ale ginger rather than a ginger beer ginger. Do you know what I mean? I think a ginger beer I find very intense, but ginger ale I find quite subtle. And it's got that kind of subtle mix to I it. I think this is where, I don't know if it's the sediment, I don't know if it's the strength of the beer. Like, it definitely feels intense. But actually, me, it's it's a good hoppy base middle, right, in terms of like the actual body yeah. of, the, of the beer. You you do have those ginger notes. The aftertaste is questionable, and I think that's what's pushing me off, is that aftertaste that seems to linger a little bit. Oh, so I don't really taste the pine needles. You smell them a lot, yeah, but I don't and I taste wonder if, them. If I'm honest, that makes sense. There's an aroma thing. That's where maybe they're pushing yeah. the thing. The ginger, I ginger. feel. Yeah. But I would say that that was a mix between a Indian pale ale and a blonde beer. Okay. What you generally associate from Belgium. You know, that's kind of... Strong, heavy-bodied, kind of... Is it an ale? Is it a lager? You can't, you can't really place where it is. It's kind of got its own subgenre. Yeah, no, I can, I, can, I can kind of see why you're getting that, yeah. I think it's got that kind of balance of the two. But I actually like that a hell of a lot more than I expected to. Well... Especially after your reaction after taking this Listen, week. weirdly, I would put that above stone Well, in terms of the well, record. Before we still start, right. we've got that part of the episode where we do start. 
Yeah, well, picking our favourites. So continue. Okay, I mean, so basically just carry on doing what I was doing. Thanks, yeah, I mean, thanks for at least introducing the fact that the, the whole point is I thought to tell people what you're doing. I thought in context that was quite clear. No, 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 you no. Know, in terms of comparing all no. four beers at this point, right? We try and cater for everybody, James. Stop being so aggressive. I mean, Jesus Continue Christ. I'm waiting for somebody who wants subtitles to this. I mean, um, <laughs> we're not doing transcripts. You're dead. Uh... Uh, what? <laughs> what? Um, he won't be listening. Uh... Well, he'll be trying. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're terrible people. Turn it um, to tea, Dom. You'll be fine. Um... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the thing. I, I would, um, i definitely put that above the Ripper. Okay, so that is the uh, Christmas Sorry. IPA. Because obviously, remember, it's a voice-only medium, James. Again, so the context... I, originally, before you interrupt me, and again, you've really screwed this over for me, is I was talking about the Christmas at no, beer... Hold on at this no point, point talking have about, I ever said I'm going to be supportive of you. I know you're not. Okay. I'm just going to say my favourite beer was Camden Show Off. I thought... Genuinely, I like hoppy but, beers. But you were in a bit of a flow. Come I on, was James. in a flow and you just ruined it, right? <laughs> so I would put Camden Show Off first. Brooklyn Lager, tried and tested. It's very standard, but the thing of all of them, the Brooklyn Lager is the one I could drink every day. But I still think the Camden Show Off is a better beer. Like one pint on one pint, I would, I'd probably go the Camden Show Off. Um, I then would go the the final, the Wildcard, the McKellar next, and then finally the worst one would be the Ripper because honestly, anybody who would say the Ripper's the best beer is a complete, complete wrongin. Chris, I'm just <laughs> what you were going to say there? Yeah, there you go. Okay, so my worst beer <laughs> yeah. is the Show Off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Surprise, okay. Oh, I thought it was shit. Um, it's probably the best way can I can we, describe it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't the enjoy that The best way of describing it. Um, I love Brooklyn beer, but I've got to be honest, I do quite like that, that bit of a difference with that McKellar. Um, I just, it, a, I think, it's quite strong. I just don't think you could drink a lot of it. No, and I think I'm, it's one of those... I would, I'm, I'm classing I'm, it as a... I'm not drinking it as... Yeah. Uh, I'm not analysing this as a what I'm going to drink all day. Because if I'm going to drink all day, I'm going to pick the Brooklyn. Because I know it's Which a safe Which is the point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But as a... I don't like IPAs. But I think that's actually got enough difference and enough variation from the standard IPA mm. type of format that people tend to go through nowadays. That... As beers, I'd probably put them level pegging. Okay. Like the Brooklyn one. Okay. And then my favourite You're wrong is in. the Ripper. Yeah, I knew that was happening. That's a segment. And on that note, um, if you, as always, have any comments or suggestions, make sure you get in contact with us through yeah, social media. I will media. read them. James doesn't care. Exactly. Um, uh, somebody doesn't have a job, so by all means... Well, I mean, the guy... my first day with her job. Well, there you go. But you've got time to read them, so that's fine. Um, if you've got any suggestions <laughs> for any particular content, beer, as always, that would be great. Neil, come on, mate. Well, you don't even come know on. what he said. I don't, but it was, I just it was want actually beer. really supportive and get you... Shoot him down. There's, there's no need for this. Is he there? knows what I'm like. Why pretend to be anything else at this point, right? So, um, and as always, if you got to this point of the episode, you're a true fan. So, thank you very much for yeah, listening. Yeah, uh, so we you. have got some more interesting beers uh, lined up on the way. Uh, a couple of early exclusives as well, which is quite interesting. Um, yeah. I don't think I've actually even told you about them yet. So, they're quite good. Um, but yeah, so thank you very much, people. Obviously, you. You can follow us all on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We've also got our own website, www.beerandbants.co.uk. You can send us a message through there. You can email us. But yeah, any feedback, anything you want to feature, just let us know. Thank you for listening.